Sometimes you got to say, you know what, in order for me to take care of you, I got to take care of me. As a leader, the one thing that I can do is I can take away those work challenges. All those things in your backpack, you have to fit, you know, you have to manage that. Sometimes you're not carrying it right. You know, you, you got too much weight and it's shifted, you know, and maybe it needs to be centered. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I Am Christina D'Archangelo. And today with me, I have a guest, and we are going to talk about women empowerment. <laughs> which is really, I mean, hey, it sits in my sweet spot, but I'm really happy to speak about it today with Jacoby. Did I say your name correctly? It's Jacoby, but I'm Jacoby. I apologize, Jacoby. I should have asked you before. Usually I do that, but today I was a little cocky. Um, <laughs> so welcome. Welcome Thank so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. I really, really, you know, I can still remember, we talked about it a little bit this morning when we came on, um, our first discussion, we were talking about a clinical research study, and then we just kind of started to conversate about life in general and things. And I remember talking to you about um, women empowerment and where you sat with it. And I was just so excited, like, to actually meet someone of your status and where you've been and where you're going in your lifetime. And to just, wow, I couldn't believe that you were so behind it. It's not every day I meet someone who just says it to me out of the blue without me trying to pull it out of them. Well, I was, I, like I said, the initial conversation that we had, um, it, um, it it started out, it was, uh, um, I, I thought that you were, uh, uh, I thought it was an automated system. Mm -hmm. I didn't think you were real. And um, uh, I was doing a couple of tests, right, to see, okay, well, how will the automation respond? I'm like, wait a minute, this is a person, right? <laughs> and then uh, it led into uh, a, a much deeper conversation. And you told me uh, a little bit of your background. I explained to you mine. And, um, and, I, and I think uh, the, the whole empowerment thing uh, blossomed because um, I told you how impressed uh -oh. I was. And, 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 and I work with uh, um, uh, a large group of women uh, in, in my field, and uh, I'm always trying to encourage them to keep going, right? Keep moving, right? Even when they're discouraged or they don't think that they're progressing, keep going, right? Your breakthrough is right around the corner, right? And I think it's really important for women um, uh, to feel uh, um, empowered, not that, not that men have to give them power. You have it. Right. You just have to express it. I have a wife and daughter and, and, and they are phenomenal in each and every day. I have to tell them how phenomenal they are, because I don't even think they understand the, uh, uh, the depths of, uh, of, of their abilities to, to do so much. You know, so that that's kind of how it you know, how we led into that. But uh, it, it's it's personal to me, you know, because uh, I have a wife. You know, yeah. I have a daughter. Yeah. I remembered you saying that and you talked about your mom and you have a sister. And so I have a good memory. And yeah. I, it, it made me think to my father, my, you know, my father. And the whole reason why I have my nonprofit is because of him and him going through the challenges of being diagnosed with all these different types of cancer and then dying. Um, and just being with him at the, the latter parts of his life, you know, it was a short period there. It was from diagnosis to death, less than two months. And I've been talking about it a lot more lately because we're coming up on his death anniversary. And mm -hmm. so, which is in October. And my dad was a big proponent of women empowerment, like huge, like, 
ever since I was young, which is odd, right? Because think about that genre. My dad was 62 when he died in 2015, mm. right? So that's quite, so he'd be 69, you know, um, going on 70. And so that's pretty big for someone from that genre to get behind women like he did. And so when I talked to you, and we didn't even have a face-to-face -face like we ha are yeah. having today. This is the first time we saw each other except for on LinkedIn, right? Our mm -hmm. profile pics. But I, 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 it just, it just resonated with me so much. It made me think about my father and like just, and I love when I meet people that remind me of him because I obviously will always hold him, you know, to the highest extent possible because he was my dad. And out of both my parents, I was most like him. So I just I just love that. Well, you know, I I, I talk often with I have two uh, two college age uh, children. Um, um, my son being twenty four, my daughter twenty, and I have a um, a, a younger son. He's uh, sixteen, and we talk often, um, um, if not daily, um, every two or three days. But we have group discussions, and um, I tell them all the time that uh, uh, specifically to my daughter, I don't want to give you anything. Right. I want to get out of your way. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that that philosophy uh, holds water to me because um, um, I don't think that um, uh, women in particular should be given anything. No, like, I don't think that women have to be given anything. I think just get out of the way. Mm -hmm. right? And that's it. Get out of the way. People, you know, people aren't looking for handouts. Or, no. You know, or a crutch or hold me up or give me this because I'm a woman or, you know, or, or, or be nice. It's like, no, 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 no. Just get out of my way. Yep. And, and let me see what can I really do. Right? And, and maybe we could minus some of the stigma, right? And comments that are made at times when we're trying to do our jobs, right? So I started off, as you know, very early in my lifetime doing biotech work, biotech and pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. I started negotiating big contracts with uh, pharmaceutical companies on behalf of the clinical trial sites and all these different things. And that's how I first started to learn about the biotech industry, because I was 21 years old. What did I know? At 21, you know, and one of the challenges I had, I don't have it so much anymore because I've learned how to deal with it. But when I would present something and I'd say this is and it was very factually firm, this is what's going on. This is what I think we should do. But here's the pros and cons to each situation. It's up to you to decide how you shall proceed. Because remember, I was at the bottom of the barrel. So mm -hmm. I had people I had to report to. I had a controller and I had the CFO. That's who I sat with. And then the CEO obviously was across with this, you know, so it was a dotted line back and forth over there. So I sometimes would be perceived as being aggressive and sensitive. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I am not aggressive. I'm just, I know I'm firm. I'm firm in what I stand for, you know, and I've been like this my whole life ever since I was a kid. I'm one of the most helpful, kind-hearted people you'll meet, you know? So I don't, I don't know why you're saying I'm aggressive. I'm just trying to tell you that these are the facts. <laughs> you know, And it's when you're talking about legal matters or clinical research or patient safety, it's black or white. There is no gray. So why are we getting, why are you getting upset when I'm telling you this? <laughs> I, I have to say, I, I made, I, I made that mistake. Uh, um, 
I would say probably six to nine months ago, I had a um, I had a coworker. Um, um, she was a lady, and I um, on a couple of calls. Uh, I'm very straightforward with everyone, uh, men or women, and <clears throat> I use the same tone, uh, uh, the same language, and um, the same comment that I made to her was uh, that I've made to, to men as well. I said that, uh, why are you being so aggressive? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I did it twice. And um, after a second call, um, it was months later, after a second call, um, um, she uh, expressed uh, some uh, 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 concern right. like, over using the term aggressive, right? And uh, I gave her a call after hours. I said, you know mm-hmm. what? It was later. I said, okay, let me, you know, let she and I just talk. Let me listen to her side. Let mm-hmm. me understand. And it did not occur to me that while I thought I was being fair, because I speak to everyone like that, I did not consider how it would be, how it could be perceived uh, uh, um, uh, as something different because she did not, I mean, I understood that I talked to everyone like this, right. but I didn't consider how it would be uh, perceived um, uh, when I made that statement to her. So I apologized uh, and explained that it was never my intent, but in that moment I had to accept that um, um, when you hurt someone or you make someone feel uncomfortable, your intent really doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it still results in someone's pain or discomfort. Right. And um, I had to take that, um, um, I had to take that, that moment uh, and I was truly apologetic and she and I started to work, uh, have a better working relationship. Um, but I had to take that into other uh, uh, conversations, settings, discussions, um, and consider um, my audience, right? Mm-hmm. I say this, but just because this is who I am and this is how I talk, doesn't make it acceptable. Uh, but that was a that was uh, that was a moment for me where um, I truly did not want to offend, uh, harm, or make her discomfort you know, uh, uh, uncomfortable. But but I did. Mm-hmm. I did and for that. I was truly apologetic because it was never my intent. But your intent uh, oftentimes doesn't matter, right? So. Yeah, that was huge, though, that you took the time that you acknowledged how she felt is really important, you know, and that's just people in general. When you have a disagreement with someone, if you're able to meet them where they are and acknowledge that they're upset and then take the time to listen, you know, nine times out of 10, you can resolve whatever issue is happening at the moment. And then the fact that you want another level and said, listen, I'm sorry I made you feel this way. This is something I always say. You've not seen me say this to others, so I can understand why you would think that I was just saying it to you because that's what generally is said to you as a woman. Yeah, and I didn't, and, and I did not, um, I did not consider uh, that 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 uh, that that uh, term can be uh, um, um, uh, oppressive, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it can, it can, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't consider that, but uh, I, I will say that uh, there was some frustration on my part when I when I made those because it, yeah I could have been more professional about it but because this was someone that she is so good mm-hmm. so good at what she that I, I really 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 wanted to work with because I, I told her I think we can solve some issues yep. like working together and she told me she said you know what Jacob I've always wanted to work with you too right and I'm like and, and, and we're having this moment 
where um, we're trying to break through. I'm trying to communicate to you. She's trying to communicate to me, but we're using the wrong language right. to prevent from, you know, getting things done. And uh, after we had that conversation, we really started to work really well together. And we saw uh, a lot of progress being made. And uh, I just have to take that moment and apply it to different areas. Mm -hmm. And I have to consider um, others before I make statements or, uh, or make my comments or, you know, I, I have to consider others and I, and I haven't always done that. Yeah. You know? We, we have a lot of, you know, I say we as humans, we interact with people in a lot of different settings and a lot of different manners. And, you know, I'm the CEO of multiple companies. So I constantly switch my hat to, okay, are we talking about patient advocacy? Are we talking about research? Are we talking about tech? Are we talking about AI? That's mm -hmm. different than regular old tech, you know? Yeah. So I'm constantly switching my head. And we had a situation recently with the nonprofit and I sat back and I observed a couple of things. It was someone who wanted our attention, which, you know, you could imagine a lot of people want our attention, right? Because we've been doing a lot and we, you know, what we say we do, right? We represent patients at no cost. We help people feel better when they're in, at their lowest it, to the best of our capabilities, right? We're an advocate through and through. And so, sometimes people don't truly understand our position and then they try to tie us to political things. We can't be po political, not as a patient advocate because we interface with a lot of political affiliations, say healthcare, right? As much as you, you, we don't wanna say that it's political, it is, you know, insurance companies, it's political. What's the contract say? Whoever negotiated the contract terms for those groups of people, my dad used to do that as a teamster for the Pennsylvania Turnpike workers. So I, I understand all this stuff. So in this instance, we had someone come to us and they tagged us on stuff. They tagged me personally. And I, I don't, I can't get involved in this stuff and you have to ask for permission. So my COO is a woman. She's an African-American woman. And then my chief of communications is a male. He's Caucasian. So they met with this young lady because I asked them to take the meeting because I can't be involved in every meeting anymore. I can't. And there's things they can do and I have to empower my people. That's what makes a good leader, right? I'm a servient leader, I serve them, right? And so sometimes it's by teaching lessons. So in this instance, the young lady didn't like the fact that we, you know, my team showed up and said, you guys, you want us to help you, but there's things that need to be fixed in order for us to be able to put our rubber stamp, you, if you will, on this and be able to get behind it. Right now we can't. And so evidently this young lady got very upset about it, felt antagonized and attacked the only woman on the call, not the male, which is very odd, right? It, she didn't write it where it was both parties that she was upset with. Even though both parties told her the same thing, they're like the double mint twins when they show up. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, they talk differently, but they all have the same mindset on how we do things, head and heart, that's how we work. And so it was so interesting to me to see this, right? So this just happened. So then I get an email. It gets escalated directly to me with this discomfort. And okay, so I'm like, what's going on? This is not what I understood to have happened. So I get on the phone with my, my COO on a Saturday. We talk about it. Then I'm like, okay, well, let's have a meeting with the chief communication officer, meet you. Let's just talk this through. How do we want to proceed? Because I owe her a response. 
So we, we respond back basically saying that we met as we're an executive, we're the executive board. We met, we talked about what she needed. It didn't look like it was something we could work on at this moment in time. We, there's certain things we couldn't get behind. So we wrote an email and we all crafted it together. Remember my chief communication officer is on there to make sure that nothing can be misconstrued. So mm -hmm. I, I send the email out yesterday afternoon. It was a rough day yesterday. <laughs> get this email back from her and it was erratic and it was very mean. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. We just said, we're not going to work with you at this time. But if we come into cross any people that you might be able to work with, we're happy to make an introduction. Mm -hmm. It's not like we said we didn't ever want to talk to her again or we put her down. I didn't even address her rude, all that rudeness down below that she wrote about my people. I let it go. And I just said, listen, we just can't work together. And she attacked me and she attacked me hard and told me that I needed to remember to be pure and, and graceful as I perceived to be out in public through my brand. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. I'm not Princess Diana. You know? <laughs> I know my place. So it happened to me too. And I got to tell you, it hurt me a little bit because I was like, what? But you talking about this today with me about your um, colleague and how you know she was feeling and how you were feeling and how things got missed mis misunderstood i kind of i thought about this because i thought i know how i felt i was attacked i was and i i don't sugarcoat things you know i tell it like it is but i have to remember where she is right now in her life and in her moment and it's different than my moment in life right different we're not even on the same bridge i don't think right now and so i We'll take a step back. I will not respond. I'm not going to, you know, continue to feel this. At one point, you know, later on down the road, if I see that she seems to be doing a little bit better, I'll reach in and say, hey, good to see you today, you know, or something like that. But that's it. I I can't take it personally because she's just hurt. Right. I um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I um, share this um, uh, analogy with my with my my younger brother and uh, and my and my children uh and and they love this the, the backpack right we 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 uh we all walk through life with a backpack and we have all the things that we need right but then along the way we pick up all of the things that we want right and the backpack just gets heavier and heavier and heavier right but we're still trying to go up we're trying to excel right get to the top <laughs> and i acknowledge when uh when my team when they come into work uh, their backpack is not just loaded with things that I have to give them. It's loaded with things that they brought from home, from mm -hmm. their the finances, the marriage, their children, uh, their own their, their own welfare. Right? Uh, they have all these things. So, um, uh, um, as a leader, the one thing that I can do is I can take away those work challenges mm -hmm. I can't take that you bring with you. Right? All those things in your backpack, you have to fit. You know, you have to manage that. Right? Sometimes you're not carrying it right. You know, you, you got too much weight and it's shifted, you know, and maybe it needs to be centered, right? I can't deal with that personal stuff. But what I can do is I can say, hey, what are you dealing with at work that I can take away from you so you can do your job, right? So that you can focus on what you need to do. And 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 I will tell you, I get I get absolutely positive reviews from um 
from from my reports because uh, they know that uh, uh, I am a servant leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I care about their welfare, right? Yeah, I want them to be able to come to work, do their job comfortably, uh, in a in a uh, in a safe environment, um, uh, no duress, and, and just get it done. Fire off on all cylinders, right? But sometimes, you know, I, I acknowledge that sometimes there's only so much that I can do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Because I have my own things to deal with. Yeah. Right? But so, so in that instance, I mean, you you do what you can, and I mean, right. you the limits. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, <clears throat> because I care so much about people, I really, really do. I mean, like to a fault sometimes, you know, I, like yeah, from our first conversation. <laughs> thank you for saying that. Um, so I sometimes take things personally because I'm like, whoa, 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 what was that? You know, and I've had to learn over the years not to take things personally, you know, like as I continue to do what I do, I'm not always going to make everybody happy. And I mean, when I, I, I got into cannabis six years ago, research wise, do you think people were happy on the traditional side? My colleagues? No, they thought something was wrong with me, like that I lost it. Like I'm out smoking in a, a bush somewhere, a bong or something. I don't do that. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm used to like, you know, I'm used to that kind of thing. Um, but it was just a reminder for me that I need to remember where people are and I can't take stuff personally. I've just got to let it be, you know, and, and just wish them well. And that's it. Cause that's what I want. I want them to get better. Like I can't, I can't fix things sometimes, you know, I, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. You know, I can't do any of those. I'm not qualified. <laughs> I'll say this and, and I, and I hope that I, and, 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 and in no way do I mean to offend uh, uh, women by this statement. But um, it is my belief, it is my opinion, that uh, uh, women have this uh, inherent sense of, of nurturing and care okay, mm-hmm. uh, for others. Um, but sometimes the ability to care for yourself is lacking. And sometimes you got to say, you know what, in order for me to take care of you, I got to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I... I I impress this upon my, my wife and my daughter, right? You know, um, I'll be okay. We'll be okay. What do you want to do, right? What, you know, what, what, what will make you feel better, right? What, what are your goals? What are your, what do you want to achieve, right? It's not about me, right? Mm-hmm. I, can, I, I can work on this, but let me, I told my wife, uh, I was, I'll tell you, I served in the military for 20 years and my wife, um, we, we agreed, uh, once we were done with service, I said, wherever you want to go, I'll follow you. Not, I will go. No, no. Not, I'll go wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to go, I'll follow you. Uh, and, and, I, and I hold to that. Because she, she, we went on a journey together, but she followed me. Now it's my time to follow her. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, she has dreams. She has goals, right? Um, right now, I'll tell you, my wife, is, uh, she's, um, um, she's working as a travel nurse. Right. That's something that she's always considered uh, doing throughout our, our marriage. And I said, hey, do it, do it, you know, and, and she's she's enjoying the experience. Um, I miss her. You know, I see her, you know, I see her from time to time. Right. Um, not forever. Uh, that she'll be gone. But um, I got to let her experience this. Right. I can't say, well, I want you here. So I don't want you to go. No, she, I, she's got to experience it. That, right. That's mm-hmm. that's right? 
you, you know, and, and, I, and I, I think that's just what drives me, seeing uh, uh, my wife, my mother, uh, uh, honestly, seeing people happy. But more mm-hmm. importantly, because you guys do so much to uh, support us, because that's what society says you should do, right? Um, but I think society has been silent in that, no, we, we, we can cheer, right? We can cheer mm-hmm. for you guys. Right? Yeah. And, and that's really important to me and my wife and daughter and everyone that knows me that, listen, I have women colleagues who will probably see this and say, yep, that's who he is. <laughs> that you is, know. that is awesome. Well, I, have new cheerleaders. I, I really, really appreciate you being vulnerable and talking to me about these things and sharing some of the lessons that you've learned. I love that because, you know, in, in every podcast, we try to give something back to the, mm-hmm. our listeners and our viewers, you know, in every single podcast, all the different guests I have on this podcast in particular, I think there's been a lot of lessons for them to learn. And so I sincerely appreciate you joining me today and talking to me so openly about this very important topic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So. Thank, thank you so much. And okay. so as we always say, we are, remember, we are the same. I am Christina D'Arcangelo. Thank you for joining us today. Mm-hmm.